Hello, all my littles and my bigs. It's Barbara Jarabuck here with the Marvel of My Ordinary Life, episode 70. Woohoo! This one's pretty good. It's kind of like, what the heck? It's called Kitty Kitty Kitty. Kitty? Yeah. Once upon a time, there was a little girl, Barbara, who is me, who grew up to be a mom. I have a son and a daughter. My daughter's name is Catherine. Catherine grew up to be so smart, so smart, and so full of, like, spark. She went off to Boulder University in Colorado. When she was there, she had said she kind of misses, like, a lot her dog, Mel. Mel is the black Labrador Basset that now lives at our house. And I said, you know what? I don't think it's a good idea to have a dog where you are. Maybe a kitty would be a good idea. She said, I don't really like cats. I'm not really a cat person. But in the end, I had gone to visit and I said, just for fun, let's go to the SPCA. That's like the, the store for animals that do not have homes. We went and we looked and we looked and we looked and none of them really, you know, struck our fancy until we saw uh, somebody in the very last cage. We went to check it out. It was a beautiful rag doll kitty. Big turquoise eyes. It looked like a fluffy, long-haired Siamese with dark eyeshadow on and beautiful, like, creamy-colored, fluffy fur. So cute. And, of course, I picked him up. I was like, oh, he's adorable. And he immediately... He pooped all over me. It was so funny. Good thing I thought it was funny because it was diarrhea. And I was like, ew, yuck. Catherine's like, mom, mom, he's pooping all over you. And I said, I know, I know. Why don't you go get somebody? And the lady who was showing him to us came and said, I'm so sorry. We just had him neutered. He was just fixed, which means he can no longer be a dad kitty. No more baby making for him. And he's just hello medicine in him. So he probably had a bad reaction. And she was so afraid we didn't want him anymore. And of course we did. We got to take him home that night. We went to the store. We got all sorts of goodies for him, way more than any kitty ever needed. I went back to Catherine's house. I had to go back home all the way on the airplane to San Francisco. Time went on. She turned into a total cat person. She named him Bachi, which means kiss in Italian. He's the cutest little cat, so fluffy, and acts just like a dog. He plays fetch. He's very, very in tune to your emotions. He was just the best little kitty. Fast forward, it was time for Catherine to graduate. She was going to be going on to what's called grad school, which is kind of like after college, there's even more opportunities to study things and you really get to pick what it is you want and it's called grad school. So she was going to go on to study public health, but that was going to be all the way in Boston, which is much, much, much further than Boulder. She knew she wouldn't need her car, which she used all the time in Boulder. So she said, Mom, pretty please, after graduation, could you please come and help me pack? And then you and Bachi and I will drive home. I'll leave my car there. And then Bachi and I will fly all the way across the United States <sighs> to Boston. I was like, oh, yay, I love packing. Oh, I hate packing so much, <laughs> but I'm a good mom. So I said, okay, sounds great. So I met Catherine at her apartment. First off, 
The woman who was supposed to come and help her clean did not show up, but the movers were coming and we had to have the place empty by that day and poor Bocce was being locked in the bathroom and he was none too pleased. So I helped Catherine clean and clean while on the phone trying to get like an actual professional cleaner to come help because otherwise when you rent an apartment you all you put down money that says I promise I'll leave it clean if you do not you do not get that money back and it's usually a lot Catherine and I cleaned and cleaned I called and called I finally found this woman who said oh that's terrible she didn't show up okay I'll come help with my team they whipped that place together just up and down and scrubbing and cleaning and everything with soapy hot water then fresh and clean it looked amazing okay great we will spend one night here in boulder and then tomorrow we had a plan we're gonna drive so far and then we're gonna stop and then we're gonna drive some more because we thought this is not gonna be fun with bachi with us he is not gonna like it that night we stayed at a little tiny airbnb had Bachi in the room with us. He wasn't too thrilled, but you know what? We just had to do what we had to do. The next day, we started out nice and fresh. Had Bachi in the cat carrier in the back of the car. He's like, and it was a Highlander. It was like an SUV. Basically, that means it's kind of like half car, half truck. And it was pretty good until he just started like that sad, sad, Siamese-sounding cry. So Catherine said, Mom, pull over. I'm just going to let him run around the car while we drive. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that's a great idea, honey. But that's what we did. We let him run around, and at first he was in and out of all the luggage and under and over and, like, kind of scared. Then he cuddled down, and he just started watching people out the back window. It was so funny. He would sit there and watch cars go by, like, huh, look at you, huh. Look at you. And people were waving at him and whatnot. It was really funny. Some people would go by and honk, and he would look at them like, how rude. How about not honking? Time went much faster than we thought. Before we knew it, we got to the place we had planned on staying, and we thought, oh, wow, that's that's ridiculous. We should just keep driving. We'll get home way faster if we just keep driving. It was a long ways, you all. It was long. It was days. Like, that's how far we had to drive. But we said, you know what? Let's just keep driving, see how far we get. As we drove, it started to rain. It started to get icy. We were in the mountains. There was no place. There were no hotels. There was no place to stop. Finally, up and over the hills, we saw lights ahead, and I thought, oh, good, yay, it's a city, let's just get there and find something. We dropped down from the mountain, down, down, down this crazy slippery road. Bachi's not loving it at this point, there's no cars to watch, it's dark, he wants to get out of the car, it's raining, Uh uh-uh, no, this is not fun. Get down to the valley, and Catherine is looking on her phone, trying to find a place that will let you have a cat, because not everybody would. They're like, oh, sorry, we take dogs, not cats. What the heck? Dogs bark, well, I guess cats meow, but... It was really difficult to find somebody. Finally, finally, we found somebody who the man was like, Sir, we got lots of room. You can stay here. Bring your cat. Yay. We should have been a little concerned when they said, Oh, we have lots of room. Because when we got there, it was so creepy, you all. It was creepy, creepy, creepy. If we hadn't have spoken to someone on the phone, we wouldn't even have known they were open. It was dark. 
the lights outside, the ones on the sidewalk, were kind of flickering like in a spooky movie. Left watching the car, went inside. There was no one at the front desk. Hello? All the hallways were dark and creepy. The whole place was creepy. It was like monster movie material. At this point, it was late and we needed a place to stop. Plus, Bachi really had to go to the bathroom. We had to set up his little potty. We just started walking up and down the halls, kind of going, hello, hello, until finally we heard somebody coming and he said, oh, sorry, it's just me tonight. I'll get you your room. So we thought, oh, well, he's nice. So, okay. So he gives us the room. We went and got Bachi, put him in the room, let him out of his crate so he could explore. We put his little potty there, and then Catherine and I went back and forth to the car. Because honestly, it was kind of a creepy neighborhood, and we thought, oh no, we'll have stuff stolen. So anything really important, like computers and things like that, we went back and forth and we're bringing them to the room. Finally, we sat down and Catherine said, let's order pizza or something. And I said, good, I... Dear, so have you fed Bachi yet? And she goes, oh yeah, I should. Because mom, where is Bachi? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> There's like boxes everywhere. Bachi, kitty, 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 kitty. Butch, Butch, nothing. And I looked at Catherine and Catherine's, where, what, mom, where is he? Where is he? I don't know. I'm not magical. I don't know where he is. We're looking under the beds, in the bathroom, in the cupboards. Catherine said, Bocce's really good at hiding at home. And if he does not want to be found, he will be quiet. So we looked everywhere and we still couldn't find him. And then Catherine heard kind of a scratch, scratch. It was coming from under the kitchen sink. When I say under, when we opened the kitchen sink cupboard, there was no kitty. It was coming from (gasps) under neath the cupboard that was underneath the sink. We're like, how did you even get there? How do we get you out? We're like, Bachi? He was basically walking underneath the cupboards where we couldn't get to him. He's kind of in the walls. (laughs) Bachi, Bachi, please come out. And I said, Catherine, wait till our food gets here. He'll come out. So our food eventually came. We're like, Bachi, Bachi, please come out. And this little paw sticks out from underneath the cabinet. There was a slit. I don't know about if you put your hand in a fist. It was about that big. There was this little, what we call a kitty cat hidey hole. He had just squished in to see what was in there. And he didn't feel like coming out until he smelled the pizza. Then he thought, maybe I'll take a little, just a little venture out. He put one paw out. He put the other paw out, then the nose, and he squished his head, which looked hysterical. His his head was poking through, but his ears were flat because there was barely enough room. And he pulled himself. So now the front, two front legs are completely out and his head's completely out. And you can tell he's getting a little frantic and wiggly. Catherine just grabs his legs and pulls. Come on, Bachi, come on. She goes, Mom, get a pillow or something and stuff it under there so he doesn't go back. I was like, good thinking. Duh, it never even occurred to me he would want to go back, but I did. Good thing, because after he ate that little piece of pizza and started in on his food, he started going over and going, where'd my hidey hole go? I kind of liked exploring in the walls. And we're like, no, Bachi, bad kitty. This is too scary. The whole rest of the night, we were living in fear that he'd find another hidey hole. Plus, we could hear people dragging things up and down the hall. Like, what the heck? It didn't sound like luggage. I don't 
know <sighs> what it was. We heard somebody moaning like, oh, this is bad. This is bad. like, what's bad? We hardly slept a wink. The next morning, we got up early. Bachi was in sight. That was good. We put him in the crate. We put everything in the car. And one of us stayed with Bachi at all times just to be sure. Didn't matter how long we had to drive. We drove and drove and drove and drove and drove until we got home. We were so relieved to be home with the kitty in one piece. Oh my gosh. That was awful. It was so scary. And it was such a nightmare thinking we're never going to get that kitty out of the wall. Oh, honestly, if you're going to travel with your pets, confirm the arrangements. And if you're going to change your plans, don't change them till you make new ones that work. That is the lesson we learned. Oi, yo, 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 yo. See you later. Bye.